0: The Pennsylvania Speed Week schedule is out. Could we see a bunch of high-limit invaders during that week? We'll talk about the possibilities, plus an update on Junction Motor Speedway. And while Sprint Car guys talk about running less, the late model guys literally never stop. Let's go. It's Wednesday, December 20th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. Oh, we're down to just the last few days before Christmas, and the sale over in the Dirt Tracker merch shop continues. Everything is marked down at the moment, including the last few hats, shirts, and stickers that are left in stock. If you want to grab a last minute gift, I will get things shipped out same day, so maybe it can get to you in time. Uh, today and tomorrow are probably your last days to order for, you know, to really have any shot. Uh, you can browse the merch anytime over at shop.dirttracker.com. I do have a few of the row hats left. There's a few shirts uh, in some various sizes, plus uh, plenty of stickers. Uh, on Tuesday, we got to see the 2024 Pennsylvania Speed Week schedule with 10 races on the slate from June 28th through July 7th. Uh, eight of which are 10,000 a win, one is 20,000 a win, and one is 25,000 a win. Williams Grove, Lincoln, Baps, Grandview, Port Royal, Hagerstown, and Sealands Grove all get dates with the Grove, Lincoln, and Port all getting two dates. This will be the first time ever that the entire week pays at least $10,000 to win every single night. It's no small thing here that these tracks have stepped up for the bigger money, given that these are just effectively uh, connected local shows. The only real criticism I saw of the schedule is that certain tracks get multiple dates during Speed Week, but that's been the case for a long time, and I don't think it's that big of a deal. I'm sure streaming will be a mess as, uh, as usual also with different tracks on different services all week, but again, that's not new here either. What I will be curious about to see next summer is how many High Limit teams Super Truck back to PA to hit up some of these races. The opening weekend is a wash because High Limit is at Lucas Oil Speedway that Friday and Saturday, but the rest of the week is a definite possibility. It's about a 16-hour drive from Wheatland, Missouri to York, uh, York Haven, Pennsylvania, so the Sunday show at BAPS isn't necessarily out of the question, although it would be a serious pull to make that happen. You'd have to think, though, some of the teams with PA connections would be interested in heading back, including guys like Brent Marks, Justin Peck, and maybe Jacob Allen. We know that Rico Abreu has run Speed Week events in the past, but he doesn't have any of them listed on his schedule uh, at RicoAbreuRacing.com. Kyle Larson could be a possibility as well. He's obviously run PA Speed Week before. The Outlaws are off for basically that same stretch of days. Uh, if you might remember, that both series are off for the July 4th uh, week, and that's basically when this is happening. Uh, so you won't see the high-limit guys racing with the Outlaws during that time. So it is possible that others could make this trip as well. Uh, if you'd like to see that full slate of races for PA Speed Week, head over to paspeedweeks.com. That's speedweeks plural, not paspeedweek.com. Uh, and since we're in the area, I wanted to double back quickly to another Speed Week schedule that was released here in the past couple of weeks. Western PA Speed Week returns in 2024. They're going to run May 29th through June 2nd. Mercer, Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, Lernerville, Sharon, and Tri-City on that schedule. Each race, at least $3,500 to win uh, and $300 to start. A.J. Flick was the Western PA Speed Week champion in 2023. Uh, at Golden Isle Speedway in Georgia yesterday, they had a number of super late model teams on the grounds, getting in some testing time. That included names like Tim McCready and Gateway Dome winner Brandon Shepard. The dirt late model season literally never ends. These guys just got done racing indoors in St. Louis. Now, just a couple of days later that are at Golden Isles and many will then head to New Mexico in just about two and a half weeks to start the 2024 season at Vado Speedway Park for the Wild West shootout. We're at this point in time on the Sprinter side where teams are talking about off weeks and shorter schedules, more freedom, more money, all of those things. And if you listen to Brad Sweet, this is a big factor uh, behind them starting High Limit. They don't want to run that outlaw schedule with so many events through the year. You know, they want the added freedom. But it's interesting that you don't hear any of that on the late model side. Both Lucas and the outlaws will usually be in the mid 40s to low 50s for completed races in a season, but very few just do those schedules. These guys are running way more often than their sprint car counterparts. For comparison, most of the outlaw teams this season were right near 80 shows for 2023, 79, 80, 81, right in that neighborhood. From what I could find, the two main 410 wing drivers with the most starts in 2023 were Buddy Kofoid and Danny Dietrich, both at 87. This doesn't even come close to the top late model guys. Bobby Pierce, 93 races. Brandon Overton, 101 races. Brandon Shepard, still going, 106 races. And then we go even further. Tyler Erb, 112 races this season. And then the king of them all in 2023, Ricky Thornton Jr., Uh, He made a significant number of late model starts, but also a bunch of micro sprint races as well. He's currently at 127 races competed at in 2023. And you know what? He's not done. He's going to compete in all four divisions at the Tulsa shootout at the end of the month as well. So he will be easily over 130 races. It'll be something to watch, I think, on the sprint car side in 2024, especially for those committed high limit teams. They're on the hook for less races with more freedom. So do they stay home on those off weeks or will uh, they be out racing and traveling? Will we see a guy like Sweet run even more than the 79 races he did in 2023? I'll be curious to see how that plays out. As for the late model teams and them testing at Golden Isles, the Lucas season starts January 25th at Golden Isles. Uh, The series will then be back later in February for a second trip, uh, which is that weekend that will also include the high-limit sprint cars. So obviously these teams getting in some work to prepare for those two early season weekends. Uh, Back in November, we did a daily show where I talked about Junction Motor Speedway in Nebraska being for sale. Track is priced at $2 bucks, and the real estate listing says you could potentially generate nearly half a million dollars a year from the track operations and the cropland on the property. The clip I posted to Facebook and TikTok of that story did a ton of views. Uh, you know, I don't know how we characterize things going viral, but for me, it was about as viral as it gets. And there seems to be a healthy amount of folks hoping for a good resolution here. About a month later, the real estate listing is still active, but there might be some hope for racing at the track in 2024. A Kansas-based hobby stock builder called Prowler Chassis by Wolf posted to their Facebook page late yesterday that they will be operating the track next season. The post says they are planning on Saturday night racing through the summer and that a schedule and classes will be announced soon. Replies to comments on those posts also point to them continuing to be IMCA-sanctioned and that this deal is not a purchase of the racetrack, but instead a lease agreement. Junction's weekly schedule in 2023 included IMCA-sanctioned late models, stock cars, sport mods, hobby stocks, and sport compacts, and I would guess this new group would have a similar lineup. Hopefully this works out for everybody involved because it seems like this racetrack has a lot of fans. Uh, if you want some more dirt racing audio this week, Dirt Tracks and Rib racks has Van Gurley Jr. Uh, dirt Track Confessions has Brett Deo, Hoagie's Garage has Sammy Swindell, Jay Masser, and Mike Schmitz. Uh, TJ Slideways has Mike and Steven Linder, Plum Wild has Hayden Cardwell, and there are new episodes of The Dirt Reporters, The Dirt Nerds, Quick Time Across the Groove, and Getting Up to Speed. To see the full list of podcasts and recent episodes, visit dirttracker.com slash podcast. Nice to see all of these uh, different shows still having content during the offseason. I know I get asked a lot, uh, are you going to keep doing shows during the offseason? And obviously we do that, we grind away, uh, but it's nice to see other, uh, other shows doing the same and still bringing you guys uh, good stuff each week. Alright, that's it for the show today. The streaming schedule going to continue to be pretty quiet for the next few weeks, but if you want to see it anyway, it's always available and up to date over at dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. I hope you guys have a great Wednesday out there. We'll see you right back here tomorrow.